0: I'm Lauren. Hello, I'm Sarah. And welcome to Multilingual Mamas. Welcome back to another episode of Multilingual Mamas, everyone. Today we have with us Brunella Martinelli de Medeiros Fusa, a trilingual mama originally from Brazil and now living in the United States. Welcome, Brunella, and thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. It's an honor to be with you guys and talk a little bit about our journey as a trilingual in the U.S. It's um, it's been an adventure.
0: Um, So could you start by just telling us a little about your family first?
1: Well, um, my husband and I, we are from Brazil. And we had our first son in Brazil too. His name is João Lucas. And in, he was born in 2009. In 2010, we moved to the US. He was less than one year old when we moved here. So at first we went to Indiana where my husband started his PhD there in Spanish literature. I stay at home with my son so at home we we, we use only to speak uh, Portuguese and since I wasn't working on or, or studying I was just at home with him and then after two years of being at home I started my masters at Purdue and then we started uh, changing a little bit because Then we start meeting a bunch of people who used to speak Spanish. And every weekend we would invite our friends to go to our home because Jean Lucas was so little and we couldn't go out, for example, to bars. So we would invite our friends and then they would speak Spanish with my son. And then he started learning Spanish from different people with different accents. So people from Spain, people from... Colombia and Mexico, Argentina, that was uh, with our son. And then my daughter was born in 2015. And since I couldn't stay at home with her because I was already in my PhD, then she went to daycare. So there, so she learned English and Portuguese simultaneously. And after we moved to Tennessee in 2000. 18 then i was just at home with her so a lot of portuguese again and one year later she went back to preschool so she didn't have much contact with spanish as my son did so until today he can understand spanish he can speak a little bit of spanish because we don't practice a lot at home just portuguese at home but my daughter She doesn't understand much Spanish, a
2: little bit, yes, but not much. So Brunella, just to clarify, would you say that uh, the three languages involved in your family linguistic practices are Spanish, Portuguese, Brazilian Portuguese, and English, right? And do you speak the three of them? Does your husband speak the three of them? Yes, my husband, uh, he teaches
1: Spanish uh, at the TSU, East Tennessee State University, and I'm finishing my PhD in Latin America literature. So,
0: right,
2: yeah. so that's actually, thank you for sharing that with us. That's actually perfect for our next question. So we wanted to ask you, personally, your language background. It looks like you grew up in Brazil, and then you spoke Brazilian Portuguese, and then you moved to the United States. And did you learn Spanish before coming to the United States or once you were here? But
1: actually, I learned Spanish on the go <laughs> when I started my masters and teaching classes that's how i really
2: learned that's pretty impressive actually and your husband was the same situation correct
1: well my husband he did study spanish before when he was in college he studied spanish so he already knew when he got here to the u.s
0: All Right. perfect um when and how did you and your partner you and felipe decide which languages you were going to teach your kids. And was that a difficult decision?
1: Well, since we are both from Brazil, it wasn't so difficult. We just decided that we should only keep Portuguese at home because in the U.S. not a bunch of people speak Portuguese. So we thought we had john lucas and we have our family in brazil so in order to communicate he needs to learn portuguese so we decided we would only keep portuguese at home and then he would learn english outside like in school daycare etc so until today we only speak portuguese at home
0: and spanish was just kind of an extra bonus not really part of the plan
1: Yes, Spanish was very, an extra, it was an extra bonus, it wasn't part of the plan at all. I wasn't (laughs) expecting to learn another language, but I was very happy to learn it.
2: Are you consistent doing that? Do you only speak to them in this language or do you sometimes add in some Spanish or English?
1: Well, let's say 99% of the time just Portuguese. But sometimes when we have to explain something and they don't understand, like if we say a word they don't know yet. So we try to say in English, um, the translation and, but we try to explain in Portuguese. So it gets easier to them. So, For example, if they learn some word in English at school and then they get home And they are trying to explain to us what they learn, And and I'm like, oh, that's how we say in Portuguese.
0: And when you're out in public, you do Portuguese as well?
1: If it's just us, yes. But if there's another person with us, like a friend, or talking to a teacher, or the doctor, for example, then I try to speak in English with them, which
0: is really hard.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Lauren, do you do the same? I'm curious you switch when you're around other people?
0: Um, Victoria is so young. Yeah. But when we went to the pediatrician last time, that was like the first time I was really in that situation. And I kept speaking to Victoria in Spanish. And the pediatrician tried to like bust out her little Spanish that she knew. <laughs> it was nice. I don't know. What do you do?
2: Um, I try to stick to Spanish. I've noticed that, funny enough for me, my husband sticks to our kids in French. He does never switch to English, no matter what. He will always stick to French. I tend to accommodate a little bit more depending on who I'm around, especially if there's new people and I don't want to be rude. But I normally try to stick to my guts and talk to them in Spanish. But yes. it's interesting that you, you're you going through that and you have older children than us. So I'm assuming this will become more difficult as time go by. Yes. It's...
1: Sometimes it's hard, especially with Gabby, like when she's immersed in in a place, for example, it's English only, like when she goes to school, when she comes back, she wants to speak English, like to try to tell us what happened. And then I'm like trying to speak to her in Portuguese, so she will respond in Portuguese. And then at some point my son is like, Gabby, it speaks Portuguese. (laughs) So it is funny.
0: Um, Do you do anything else to expose uh, your kids to Portuguese, like books or uh, activities, anything like that?
1: Yes, we definitely do everything you can think of, like from music to books, to talking about holidays and traditions in Brazil or maybe talking like oh when I was your age in Brazil we used to play this and this and that and then we would play together or sing a a song we used to sing this kind of thing so we always try to immerse them in our
0: country's tradition is there any special tradition that you guys do that's very Brazilian? we love carnival
1: And there is a very traditional uh, party in Brazil in the month of July and June, too. We call Festa Junina. It's nothing like I've seen before (laughs) in another place. So it's very Brazilian. And the types of food, the types of music, the dances, everything is very, very much Brazilian. Also, sometimes we go to Brazil, and it's summertime, so it's just at this time of the year where we have a lot of those parties. so they get to participate and see how it goes and how people do in those parties and what they eat, etc. We always try to, to do something very Brazilian
2: with them.: So I'm curious. you say you, you travel to Brazil. How do your children do when they go to Brazil? Do they feel comfortable speaking Portuguese or
1: not? Yes, they are very comfortable speaking Portuguese. Um, I say like the first week is always hardest for them because they're so used to hear English uh, all the time. And then when they get to Brazil, it's Portuguese all the time. So they get a little overwhelmed. But then after the first week, they're good to go.
2: And how long do you normally stay in Brazil?
1: Well, at least a month. So First usually time. one to two months. Oh,
2: great. Can I go with you next time, please?
1: Sure.
2: <laughs> Let's go. You're selling it so well.
0: When you're talking about the tastes of Brazil, too, I'm getting hungry
2: over here. <laughs> so since your kids are older, too, have you tried teaching them how to read and write in Portuguese? How How is this process How would
1: you describe it? I'll talk uh, about my son first, because he came first. (laughs) Since I stayed at home with him for a long time before going back to study, I used to teach him at home with books. He learned how to read in Portuguese before in English, because for us, when I learned... How to read it was like a consonant and a vowel, a consonant and a vowel, and in English it's so different, yeah, so in fact, to learn how to read in Portuguese, it was easier for him than in English because it's just like what you read it's there, so actually, when he went to school he the teachers would say to me that he was trying to teach them how to say <laughs> the things, like, "Oh, this is not water, this is agua." <laughs> this is not blue. This is azul. It was very funny. So he he can read and write in Portuguese. How old
2: was he when he went to school?
1: He was
2: three. So, so you were so, teaching him before that how to read?
1: Yes, I started teaching like letters, simple things early to him, and he loves books. So we used right. to read to him all the time, all the time. So by the time, well. Actually, at three-year-old, he was going to daycare. He he started school at five. So when he started there, he could already read in Portuguese. A few words, not too much. Uh, my daughter, she's starting kindergarten now, this year. Terrible year to start kindergarten. <laughs> and it's been a challenge with her because she knows all the the letters, but she refuses to read. She wants us to read to her. I cannot explain why she refuses to read. She can read all the letters. If I show her something in Portuguese, she's like, she tries to read, but she's like, no, I don't want to read. You read. It's challenging. So there's a difference there.
0: Yeah, that's so interesting what you say about learning to read in Portuguese being um, easier. And I think that's how Spanish is Yeah well the like ma me momu or whatever um okay is there any bilingual support at um either of your children's schools any support for them to learn portuguese or spanish
2: no not that i know of but what about the community you said that you you're in a place where you have a big hispanic community are you around spanish speakers
1: yes so here we have, uh, we go to a church and they, they are bilingual Spanish and English so we used to go to the Spanish um, Mass and also be involved with the Spanish community because they have their traditions and their uh, specific events different from the English. So we used to go to those events. And so my children would be, like, in the middle of people speaking Spanish only and sing the songs, and my son could read the the books or the songs they were singing, you know, this kind of thing.
0: Um, at school, were either of your kids, or I guess specifically Joao, was he ever put in an ESL program?
1: No. No, because um, they started at... Uh, young age like what John Lucas went to daycare at three and then pre-k and then he started kindergarten so they never thought he needed and since Gabby was born here they never thought either
0: um okay so you mentioned a little bit about Gabby but have either of your kids ever refused to speak any of their languages and kind of how did you get through that
1: no I don't think so I think because we only
2: speak Portuguese at home, when we are at home, they just speak Portuguese. So what would you say right now? What is the, your kid's dominant language? It has it changed over time?
1: Well, I would say it's Portuguese and English. They both can speak both languages pretty well. I think Spanish not so much anymore. They can understand a little, but cannot speak a lot. jean Lucas still can speak a little, but Gabby, no, she doesn't speak at all. Do you expect this to change in the future, or are you hoping that they, they're balanced in both? I really hope they learn Spanish. We have a lot of Spanish-speaking friends, and we would love to have them learn a third language, too. Um, I guess when they get to have classes at school, because I know they will have... Uh, second language class, second language, third language, <laughs> foreign language, <laughs> another language class. So I, I'm hoping they take Spanish, so they can really learn Spanish.
0: Okay, so now that we have our lighter question. Is there a favorite um, code switch or made up word that your kids have said that you thought was especially cute or funny?
1: Oh yes. There <laughs> are a lot of words. Um, oh yes, um, it's not even code switching. It's just like my daughter was uh, obsessed about the Beatles. She heard a song and then she asked and then she was obsessed about it. And she said John Lennon was her favorite. And then she, one of these days we were in the car and the song came out again. And then she was like, mom, why? Then she asked me in Portuguese, why John Lennon is a beetle? He's not a bug. He's not an <laughs> insect. And then I, I thought it was so funny because the way she said, like, uh, mixing, like, porque ele é um beetle? <laughs> Mas ele não é um inseto. So she was like, changing the meanings, you know, of the name of the band to the name of the inside. So I thought it was funny.
0: I always remember a story with um, Joao when he was really young. So we were the Spanish speakers in the group. And I always asked Joao how to say things in Portuguese because I was trying to learn Portuguese. And I asked him, um, like, there were some peanuts on the table. And I said, Joao, como se dice esto? And he looked at me like I was the stupidest person on the planet, and he was like, "Peanuts," because <laughs> like he didn't realize which language I wanted him to tell me in. um So, gotta be clear when you're asking a trilingual
2: kid, how do you say this? <laughs>
1: exactly.
2: <laughs> well, you seem like a very chill, joyful person. So have you been stressed out about this whole thing, passing these languages on to your children? Does it stress you out? Does it keep you up at night? Or are you just happy to go along with the journey?
1: Uh, I don't think I've I've ever stressed out about it. Because as I said, uh, we only speak Portuguese at home. So they don't have a choice. (laughs) 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 So either they speak Portuguese or they... Don't speak at all because I, when John Lucas was little, for example, and then he started going to daycare, he came home and started speaking English. I was like, I don't speak English. So I I used to make him repeat in Portuguese what he was trying to say. So if he said something, I was like, oh, so you want to say this and this and that. And because I used to say to him, I don't speak English, then later in life, he realized I could speak English. So (laughs) it wasn't an excuse anymore. So I had to come up with, oh, I can't speak English very well. So we're just taking to Portuguese at home. And then when he could understand, I was like, it's important for you to learn Portuguese because your grandparents only speak portuguese and we have a bunch of family in brazil we always go there you need to speak portuguese
2: it wouldn't be a big deal for you if they don't end up speaking spanish very well but it would be a deal breaker for you if they don't they kind of like move away from speaking portuguese
1: oh yes for sure yes definitely
0: well since you uh seem to have it all figured out do you have any tips for other uh parents out there
1: Well, I wouldn't say I have it all figured out, I mean, teenage years are are almost there. (laughs) So, what I would say, my advice is just try to immerse your kids in your world. So, for example, me, I'm from Brazil, so everything I do, I try to immerse them. Like, if I'm hearing a song, I'm like, oh, this artist, her name is, and that these are uh, her other songs, or, oh, I'm reading this book, and then, you know, try to immerse them in your world, and like I said, like, talking about traditions and parties and uh, things you used to do in Brazil, things that are different, you know, and read is also good you know every time we go to brazil we come back with a luggage full of books
0: <laughs>
1: so because it's hard to find here so we always read to them like at bedtime, we always read to them at least one story in portuguese
0: anything specific for other uh brazilian moms out there any cool shows you found or place to get Books in the US? Any tips specifically for other Brazilians? Well, after
1: the, the COVID, you know, the pandemic, a lot of things went online. So, right now, it's very easy to find things in YouTube like story time or um, children's play or TV series, everything in Portuguese, or from Brazil, you know, things that we used to watch when we were kids, now everything is online, you can find it online. So, I believe right now, at this moment, it's easier uh, someone to search on Google, for example, things in their language. So, for example, we have um, Instagram, They have a lot of people telling stories for children, you know, and it started with this after the pandemic. So every day there's someone reading a story every day.
2: Thank you. Thank you so much for your time. And thank you so much for doing this. We're really excited to get someone who has a Portuguese background
1: Thank you for inviting me, it's been a pleasure to be here with you and talk a little bit more about raising children and how to have one more language at home, so it's been fun. Thank you so much.
0: Great to see you, Brunella. All
2: right, that's it from us, we'll see you next time, ciao! Hasta luego! Or questions about the podcast, make sure to go to home and our website at www.multilingualmamaspodcast.com and click on the link for questions. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram and stay tuned for another episode of Multilingual Mamas.